Hello, somebody. How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know what it is. This is Kevin from the Chord Progression Podcast, brought to you by Dark Fusion Systems, the best in your custom computing needs, whether it is gaming, creative, music, whatever it might be. They got it for you. Go script for the podcast. You can get $100 off your entire building's code CPPOT at check out darkfusionsystems.com. Thank you, guys. Now, time for a feature presentation. We got levels on the podcast. Their brand new EP Pulse is coming out February 2nd and. Yeah, guys, I'm freaking hyped on this EP. We dive so deep into this thing. You're going to want this EP to come out now. You got to wait till February 2nd, though. But trust me, this is a band that's going to become one of your favorite bands in 2024. Are you guys ready? Let's go! Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Court Progression Podcast. If you guys saw our episode with Windwalkers, you would have seen that this band was mentioned as, hey, go check them out. Go see what they're about. This is going to be something that's cool. And I'm like, well, shit, let's go and do it. Or maybe it was Varsity. Shit, I already fucking forgot, but it was one of those two. However, (laughs) mentioned it. They messaged me. They're like, hey, man, thanks. And I thought about doing a podcast with them. Well, they recently got signed to Sharp Tone. Their brand new EP Pulse comes out on February 2nd. And now we're finally able to do it and we're making it happen. So, oh, yeah. So please welcome Kobe and Dalton from the band Levels to the podcast. So, What's gentlemen, welcome to the Core Progression Podcast. Thank you for having us, yeah, man. Thanks this for having awesome. us on. Yeah, this is so cool. Thank you guys for being on. It is an absolute pleasure. It is an absolute honor. After listening to the EP, I mean, saying it's an absolute honor probably is an understatement because I'm just going to start out with this holy fucking shit how just how did you guys make this <laughs> dude that's a, that's a loaded we, we, question we, we were in a freaking laboratory let's just say yeah. that um where do we was start it laboratory like dexter's laboratory where it's like i must be yeah man all these songs were in little shit. vials and we had to extract <laughs> them out of the perfect exa- yeah no uh i'll i'll give kind of like a general synopsis so we teamed up with um, Jonathan Delise for the last, what, two years, mm-hmm. two and a half years or so. Yeah. And I mean, as far as day one, he knew our vision um, moving forward. And we kind of made some tester songs with him just to kind of like feel things out. And um, he just picked up the vision that we were going for. And uh, we wanted to kind of pave a new path in the industry and for ourselves because we were making a lot different music uh, prior to working with Jonathan, um, we loved it. It was, you know, right up our alley, but we just wanted to change and, 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 you know, become something a little bit more evolved. And, um, so we all kind of put our heads together and there's four members in levels, but we always like to refer to Jonathan as the fifth member. Um, and so when we adopted him into the band, man, I mean, he just took our vision and absolutely catapulted it like beyond belief. So, uh, a lot of the, you know, success or whatever it may be that we get from this EP can be attributed to Jonathan and his abilities to be successful at what he does. It's just incredible what he's added to our band. So that was a start, at least, for how we made this EP. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. just made our ideas come to life, man. Let, literally, we would tell him something and he would be like, say no more. Got it. <laughs> Boom. It's like, oh, my God. And then we start crying because we listen to it and we're like, holy crap, this is exactly what we wanted. But but at least it's tears of happiness and not tears of we messed up. This is terrible. You never I want mean, sometimes like that. Some, yeah. some, sometimes that did happen in the studio, but you know how it is. You know, you, you have to go through trial and error and, um, you know, with with four different opinions, five different opinions in the studio, you guys have to kind of 
really put your heads together and trust each other and whatnot. Um, but we know that we came out with the the absolute best that we could. So same with that, I was kind of alluding to more of like the final product. You guys weren't crying about how did we do this? Why did we do this? You're crying more. Oh, yeah. Because of course, when you're in the studio, when you're working on this stuff, you're going to have those moments where everyone has these different ideas. Someone's ideas are going to be probably put down. Try this out over somebody else's. But you got to try them out. You got to see what happens. You got to try out this new idea you guys are working with. Because if you don't try it out, then you're never going to know if it potentially would work or not. You never know if it's the sound that you actually want or not, or the sound that's going to impact you the way that you want the message of the song to impact that uh, audience member or not. Yeah, yeah, no, dude, you could not have said it better, man. I I sit on the couch. So at the studio, I'll sit at the, um, on the couch while they're constructing a song. I'll have the craziest ideas. Like the, the guys know it in the band. I'll be like, dude, what if we did this? And they'll look at me and be like, What? Don't even know if that'll work. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But the the obscure ideas, I keep them pumping. Uh, you know, and sometimes Dalton will have an obscure idea. Sometimes we'll shoot it down, and it's you know, yeah. it's a little uh, it's a little uncomfortable because your ego takes a little hit. It's like, damn, no, I figured I had what it takes to put it in this song, but sometimes I, thought I was onto something. Yeah, I thought I was onto something, but I just got shot down. Or here, let's try this idea, and then boom, it sticks, and they're like, oh my god, that's what we needed. There's been multiple times where. The guys will be working on songs and I will be out of the studio for hours and uh, I'll come into the studio and they're like, hey, listen to this. We're not so sure about this riff. Uh, and then I'll listen to it once and I'll be like, oh, why don't you just do this, this and this? And then they're like, dude, that's exactly what we needed. Or sometimes it's vice versa. Like it's the opposite way. I'll say something and it'll be like, no, that's that's terrible. You know? Yeah, it, it's always that way that happens too, where. If you're going to shoot down someone else's ideas, there's going to be that potential like little ego hit that you take because you thought you had it. You thought you were the one that had it. I mean, anyone that works like a corporate job, it's like you have an idea, you present to your boss, and your boss shoots it down. You're just like, well, now I don't really want to say anything anymore. But it could be the right thing to do. (laughs) tail between your legs. Yeah, Yeah, you got to take those chances. You got to take those opportunities. And having a producer that's going to be able to understand your vision, understand where you want to go with this, and bring it to life is something that cannot be overstated in its importance. I've talked with many people about that. Shaley from Dayshell is one of the biggest proponents of that when it comes to finding the right producer. And his big person on that one was Joey Sturgis. And I'm like, yeah, it absolutely works when you have a producer that's basically like in your head, able to know where you want to go with the song, able to bring out that passion, the emotion, but also bring out the craziness of your own ideas to make it work. Like that's yeah, the producer yeah. you need. And it seems like, especially if they're listening through the Pulse EP, fucking A, you guys hit it. Thank you, Thank man. You. Well, I, just just to just to kind of piggyback off of that point, having a producer like Jonathan, someone who is so like eccentric and knows music, not even just metal. Um, one of the things that attracted myself most to Jonathan's abilities is that he doesn't listen to just metal. He listens to so many different bands. I mean, he listens to alt rock, uh, pop rock, stuff like that. Him and I, whenever we're, you know, not working at the moment in the studio, we'll just be talking about bands that we both know and that have come out with albums and stuff. And we'll be talking about choruses that they put out and like, oh, like I like this chorus, like you know, there's inspiration from here on this song of ours, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And so Jonathan is just, he's just like such a plug and play guy. He has literally, like, I have told him my vision for a song and he can literally make it come to life. And he's also helped me find my voice a lot better than I ever thought that I ever could. 
So, I mean, man, he's, he's, he's just really good at what he does. I'll get in the studio and, and he's, he's not, you know, he's not super mean or crude or anything, but he'll be like, bro, no, that's <laughs> not the take that we're going to do. And I'm like, what? That was perfect to me. And he's like, no, no, we're scratching that. You got a better one than you. Let's go. Like we got this. And I'm like, okay, I felt kind of bad, but it felt good <laughs> at the same time because he cares about this so much, you know? Yeah, he just wants you to be your absolute best that you possibly can be, even when you think it's just good enough. I know another producer like that with uh, uh, Justin DeBleek, former Ice Nine Kills guitarist. I've had him on the podcast, and he's talked about like whenever he has someone that he's working with, especially from a vocal aspect, it's, alrighty, I know you're going for it. I know that was good, but I don't believe you. If I don't believe you, if then the audience isn't going to believe what you're saying, and how are you going to be able to connect on that? How are you going to be able to relate to that? Even if it's like one of the like almost perfect takes, just like, yeah, but do I fully believe you on that? Do you believe you on that? Until you're basically right. like crying in the freaking studio in there, letting all the emotion out. It's like, all right, that's the take. It took us yes, 20 yeah. times. Well, yeah, you I need feel the like, right one. Yeah, I feel like Jonathan's used those exact terminologies. Like, I don't believe you. Like, you didn't sell it to me. Something like mm -hmm. that, you know? And I mean, I'll tell you, man, I've been in the studio, in the vocal booth, frustrated beyond my wildest dream because i'm like damn it dude i swear like in my head there's only one door separating us so he can't really see what i'm like in my head i'm just like dude i i killed that last take i i don't understand what he's i have no it's usually him in the studio with jonathan that'll that'll him and jonathan will be like yeah no you didn't kill that and i'm just like what you know what i'm saying i'm like behind the door i'm just like how did i not you gotta keep him on his toes yeah but then i mean dude honestly man um whenever i've had an ego like that to myself i always like die to myself and listen to them and it almost always turns out that they are right in, in retrospect you know what i'm saying so uh going back to that point of you always want your idea to kind of be the one that gets pushed through but at the same time is it what's best for the music and you know most of the time whatever idea works best is the one that's best and sometimes that's not your idea so yeah we all weigh into that it can be said for any instrument guitar bass drums vocals. oh yeah it happens all around we even shoot down jonathan's ideas mm -hmm. not often but yeah. we do <laughs> well sometimes you need that especially from when you guys are writing the song you guys are the ones that are creating it of course he's helping you alongside of producing it everything around that aspect but on the more specific side of it if he's got an idea but what happens if you know you're you have a song that's about something that's very personal something that's much more deep embedded in you and you remember that feeling you remember what you're trying to put across and the idea that he brings up takes away from that feeling yeah you're gonna want to be the one to shoot it down because you remember exactly what it was like to go through this aspect you remember what it was like to go through this specific experience so yeah how can i be how can if i know this isn't gonna work out because it's not hitting anywhere near that emotion we're like, you know, you got to be able to stand up for yourself in that. But at the same time, you know, you guys have this sort of chemistry, this collaboration aspect where you have the freedom and you have the comfortability to say no to each other's ideas and know that there's going to be a reason behind it and not just say no because you're trying to protect your own ego or someone else is trying to protect theirs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and to that point as well, um, like when we get into the studio, Jonathan, like all they will construct a song and then, you know, we'll take a day to write instrumentals and stuff like that. And, and the guys will f nerd out hard and they'll flesh out. I kind of take the back seat and just listen to what they're coming up with. And every now and again, if I hear that there could be a riff here or this part, you know, double bass what here, whatever, I'll input. However, but most of the time, it's just the guys nerd out and just making music. And then say, we say the next day I'll do vocals 
Jonathan will always ask me, hey, how do you feel? What's this song about to you? That way we can kind of set the tone. I'll be like, hey, this is about X, Y, and Z. And then he'll sit there and he'll marinate. He'll, and then he'll extract the emotion in his brain that he needs from me out of that. I'll explain exactly what the song is about to him. And he's like, okay, cool. I was just thinking about a million different things, but now I'm going to reel it in. Think about this. We're going to hit that. You know what I'm saying? So like if I, if there ever comes an emotional part in the song, like uh, realign, you heard realign. Oh, that's yeah. one of our more emotional songs. And I feel like we cap like captured a lot of those emotions perfectly. And um, like I told you before, like sometimes I thought that I had the best takes, but Jonathan's like, bro, no, you, you have not sold me on that part yet. And I'm like, damn it. And so he keeps making me go through it and go through it and go through it. But like I said, in retrospect, whenever I hop out of that vocal booth and he hits it and everything is all done, I'm like, bro, I, tr I could not have trusted you better. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And honestly, when it comes to everything you're talking about with the making of this EP, the trials and tribulations of just making it that a band goes through, that you guys are going through, making sure you get the right take, get the right emotion put out there, get the right production and get the right sound that you wanted. I'm going to be as honest as possible. Say all of those absolutely paid off with these five songs. When I listened through them myself, it's I found this certain identity within you guys, this certain identity of sound. When it comes That's to amazing. having that, it's very rarely do you see a band, any band. I mean, so the biggest ones have this stuff, but it's like when you listen to them, it's okay. They can go any which direction, but there's going to be some piece that's in there that you're like, this is like, this is bring me the horizon or now this is bad omens. This is sleep token for me after listening to it, I'm like, okay, I have it. This is levels. But the other piece behind it that I found out was there's so much more beyond there where from this five song EP, like when you're talking about realign, it definitely has a little bit more of this softer side to it. It has this like feel of also, you know, indie rocks who at the same time from the instrumentals, I was like, I was not expecting this, but then you go into something completely different. Something like what's right after with opium of man. It's just like, how the hell did you guys pull this off? You literally went from something a little more soft, a little more vibey, a little more on the indie rock side. It's all of a sudden a song that basically reminded me of like America or uh, Mar Marilyn Manson and artificial suicide and levels had a baby. And this is what ended up coming out of it. Like there's so Dude, much I, going on here. I just was blown away by the whole entire thing. You guys took your style, created the own, your own side around it, have the identity behind it. But the EP itself, when you listen through the five songs, my biggest question going after this is, I have no idea where you guys are going to go next, but I'm so excited to see where you guys go next because it could be anywhere, but that core sound is still going to be there. <laughs> That's exactly how we feel. Like we want, we've always said that we want to be able to take the sound anywhere that we want to. Um, something that I always say to the, the guys half jokingly is, look at all the Nickelback albums. They have <laughs> all, a wide variety of genres that they hit and it works really well. I don't think there's any hard set of rules that say you can't do that but in the metal industry i have noticed a lot of bands that stick to one sound mm -hmm. like you could listen to a whole album by a couple of bands like uh the, like uh, some older woe is me old fit for a king and love those albums but they all sound the same like all those it, mm -hmm. it almost sounds like one big long continuous song and i think we've always wanted to push the boundaries of we could have a heavy song. We could be more light if we want to. And we don't really put rules on ourselves and limitations on ourselves. Um, we kind of just always want to make the sound that is levels. And we don't really, when we're in the studio, we don't ever say, we need to write a part that sounds like Bring Me the Horizon or like these other bands. Like yeah. we're, we're always just like, what 
would we do ourselves? What do we like to hear? And that's the foundation of all the songs that we write is that we write music that we would like to hear. Yeah. And, and, and to go off that also, the, all the bands that you named, we're, at least I can speak for myself, I am heavily influenced by. Well, same, um, yeah. People, people, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and address the elephant in the room. People are like, oh my God, this is like Bad Omens meets The Matrix meets the whatever. <laughs> it's like, absolutely. I am a huge fan of Bad Omens. I love them and I'll, I'll be the first to say it. Those guys are unbelievable at what they do. However, um, inspired by them yes 100 percent. but or do we want to copy them by any means absolutely not if some of our music ends up sounding like them that's because we're inspired by their melodies and the stuff that they do uh noah the vocalist dude i don't know if there's anybody out there right now that's better than him at the moment uh it, just in my personal opinion and so of course i'm going to gravitate to the kind of stuff that he makes just because i respect his stuff and it's given them so much momentum and uh, i'm so inspired by it however that doesn't mean that i want to create songs just like bad omens i take bits and pieces you know what I mean? you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. you gotta chew the meat and spit out the bones right so like when you said that we coined our levels sound that is exactly what we're going for right because at the end of the day a band is just a a melting pot of ev like tons of other bands you know i mean if you think about it, if you break it down to its core even like bad omens bring me the horizon they had their influences that are embedded in their subconscious mind exactly when they're writing music so exactly it's just exactly. something you really can't escape right yeah so. you're i'll say you're absolutely are right on that when it comes to what makes certain bands great yeah you can listen to as as much as i like older woe is me it's like yeah you listen to older woe is me and it's kind of the same stuff over it fit for a king has the same vibe to it honestly it feels like when it comes sonically i'm not gonna lie it feels like breaking benjamin has written the same record over and over and over again yeah right <laughs> but again if it works for them i'm not gonna knock you because it's working for you but when you take a look at the bands especially in metal right now the ones that are really having the moment of they're really growing they're really taking the full force of it think about bring me the horizon bad omens i mean this year sleep token you're falling yeah, in reverse yeah, yeah, in there as well so so much insanity in the mix there. There's mm -hmm. nothing that's saying that you have to stay to one sound. You can play around with as much as you want. But I always love it when the fact that a band just has this certain sound at the middle of the core that it's like you always hear it in every single song. And for you guys, yeah, there's some songs that go heavier. There's some songs that don't go as heavy. There's some songs that make me feel like I'm absolutely going, you know, manic, losing my mind in like cyberspace. And there's some where I'm just kind of more grounded to reality. But for me, it was always this like, metal metalcore fusion with a little bit more of this heavier electronic piece that was always somewhere feeling in there in each and every song that brought me to remember that this is always levels that this is here and that's what i connected with because i've heard a lot of other bands do the whole entire heavy electronics meets metal meets metalcore meets any kind of that but especially on the metalcore side i've always heard on more of like a little bit more of a lighter side where it's always added to amplify the lightness of it or amplify more of this like reflection or more of this revelation kind of feel to a song where you uh, guys did it was yeah you guys had some of that in there at times but it wasn't like what you were relying on it wasn't a crutch you guys use it as a tool to bring in some heavier side of things to really make it more manic at times but also make it your own and after even listening to you know the first song listening to the titular song on the ep literally my first thing i have is you can see why Sharp Tone signed them. Like you can literally see why you guys got signed just off of that song Thank alone. You. Thank you. And then Thank you know, you, if you're on listening to EP, you've got four more to go, and they're gonna be different. You're gonna feel completely differently afterwards from each song. But 
Yeah, you're going to understand why these guys are signed to a major label now. And you're going to understand you. why in 2024, you're going to probably be seeing them in a city near you because I would be <laughs> damn disappointed if a bunch of bands didn't jump on the levels bandwagon and take you guys out on the road with them. Thank you. That's dude. our that's our goal, man. That's yeah, what that's... we want to do. We want to get out there and play to all these people that are enjoying the music and have connected to it. Like that is that is the goal for us. It's it's still it's still surreal to us. We believe we do have a great product uh, that we're putting out there, and obviously we think that we're bringing something newer to the industry. Uh, piggybacking off of what you said about the genre stuff, um, for me it goes back to my roots. I remember when I was growing up, my dad's always been a huge metalhead and he's been my biggest influence, like at least getting into this kind of stuff. I remember going to concerts with him, having those big earmuff headphones with him and my brother, seven years old. I mean, we went to probably 250 concerts by the time I was 18. Um, and I remember when I started first getting into music, um, I was in bands and metal bands and stuff like that. I was, I, we always talked about it. How come bands don't do different genres? How come a metal band has to be a metal band? Why does a, you know what I'm saying? And so that was always something that was kind of in the forefront of my mind. I'm like, you know what? I want to find a group of guys that believes that we can make any kind of music for the mood that we're feeling or whatever pops to my mind. I can hum it into a voice recording, send it to the guys and say, let's make something out of this. Shoot it down or or press play with it. But like, let's make something out of this. Maybe it doesn't. E maybe it's a song that doesn't even have a breakdown. You know, for the metal metalcore elitists, it's going to piss them <laughs> off. But whatever, we don't care. We don't have any boundaries. As far as levels, it's funny because we always make fun of like the whole genres thing. Mm -hmm. We hate being labeled any genres. We uh, we, we honestly kind of want to get out of the metal, you know, thing. Like we, we understand that that's the foundational part of what we do. We totally understand that. But like we just want to be a band, you know, we like we just want to be a band. We want to be a band that that cultivates and experiences yeah cultivates experience we we want to be a band that doesn't make songs but we want to create an experience for the listener that's it. it no expectations going into it that's what we say with our ep don't have any expectations because if you do you might be disappointed you know so like if you listen to our songs and you're expecting certain things you're it's you're not going to hear what you're expecting because we purposely make the music most of the time to go completely what you think that we're going to do completely away from that you know what i'm saying and, and we we spent so much time on this ep it's just it's ridiculous and you know again back to jonathan we couldn't have done it without him man because he literally brought all of our ideas to life and more and you know and to be and to be a band that can play metal songs and keep up with the the, the super breakdowny bands and then also pump like pump the brakes and do some kind of the weekend type stuff post malone type stuff like that's across the board like the stuff that really like and <clears throat> influences all of us and so we're just gonna make music that we you know that that shows that off you know really with how this ep was created just kind of piggybacking off that you made this structure for yourselves going forward to where you can do so many of these different things and there's uh -huh. not going to be as many expectations on you and you can sort of like the the, the structure is already there like you're already building up on that where you can get away from that just metal designation where i'll be honest with you, as much as i love this stuff as much as i love metal as much as i love all this heavy music there's always going to be some sort of designation around it that may or may not necessarily restrict how far a band can go. It right, happens. Right. 
but it's like you said where bands can take that metal style and where can we take it and make it an experience where can it become more than just the heaviness of the songs and again we brought up those bands bring me the horizon has been able to do that bad omens is doing that sleep tokens doing that oh yeah ice nine kills is doing that because they're connecting so much more connect Mm -hmm. closely with the alt and horror community that they're getting their names out there all based off of the fact that you know yeah their stuff is heavy yeah it's good but it's an experience to listen to you gotta have that structure if you want to continue to grow and get out of just this potential little sphere that metal might end up constraining you to and the best part about it is with this ep clearly you guys are building the structure and the backbone to break through that going forward it is here like it is literally right here if you listen to it dude well, thank you it's so complimentative man this is we don't even know what to do we're just cheesing like a damn bar, it's, it's, bar so, it's so cool that you, you it's so cool that you picked up on our intentions like whenever we're in the studio writing this stuff and we have these thoughts and intentions, it's like, is it going to stick with people? Are they going to, are they going to pick up on what we're throwing down? And we're, we're really never sure until we get a moment like this. And it's just so freaking cool, man. Like, we, it's so cool to hear that. We listen to the song, the song, the song in the studio and Dalton and I, like we, we calibrate it and we, mm-hmm. you know, how many times does it make us cry? <laughs> you know what I'm like, Cause I'm, I'm a big crier. I'm super sensitive. Right. So like I'm in the studio and I'll, I'll be, you know, so, so like breed, for instance, um, that's coming out in the EP. I cannot wait to see the reaction to breed, uh, that everyone's gonna, you know, I'm just super stoked about that one. But I remember we, we wrote that song and finished it in like 18 hours total. Sometimes a song takes six months, right. But like mm-hmm. lyrics, music, all that kind of stuff, 18 hours, it was done. And I remember Dalton and I were sitting at the studio just we, we had clocked out for the day and you know a lot of times we'll we'll take our dropbox uh dropbox link and we'll listen to the music man i can't tell you how many how many tears i shed just listening to a specific song from the ep and i'm just like holy crap i'm a fan first and foremost of this band and then and then also to the vocalist but like first and foremost i try to say okay if i could take myself out of this band and listen to it from a fan's perspective let me listen to it with those ears and experience it. If this still gives me an experience, then it's like, holy crap, we're doing our job. And at the end of the day, man, like Breed was, the, I think Breed was the first song. That we Breed, did. Whenever we finished Breed, it was like, damn, I think we're really on to something here. We, like, we cried like bitches, man. It we was the like, moment. It was the moment we realized that we actually might be doing something. <laughs> I mean, it was even a, it was even a light bulb moment for Jonathan too. I remember how excited Jonathan was and uh, Jonathan likes to hold his cards close. Cause he does a lot of bands and you know, he doesn't like to blow us or blow our heads up mm-hmm. or blow smoke or anything like that. So if it's a solid song, he'll be like, great job guys. Great job. No, this is, this is it. Right. But like, I remember he was how stoked he was because I feel like when we first got in the studio with Jonathan, we did make a song. We made a single. It was like our trial run to, to see if we wanted to work together, or whatnot. But like Breed was the first actual song that we made together, and together yeah. there at the studio. And like we had such a light bulb moment and it was such an amazing, like vulnerable moment for all of us collectively as a band in the studio. I mean, if, if we would have had a vi- videographer filming this man, the moments were just so <laughs> amazing that we're like holy crap like we have a pretty damn good product here like this could really this could really be groundbreaking and you know since then we've made hopefully four more songs after that that you know hold up to the to the breed standard at least in my opinion so well i mean if you guys are using breed as your standard and especially if people haven't heard it yet but i have 
of. And I'm yeah. just thinking, like, I'm looking at my notes right now because I have to take a look at this. And literally, I always go through the whole entire song and then I write like a little overall synopsis. The first thing I have is overall, add this to your horny core playlist right now. <laughs> like, I, I, I was like, okay, this absolutely makes sense because I don't know how you did it, but you perfectly in your own way show this difference between like absolute passion of that's like required in a moment of like a one night stand, but also comes with more of like this aggressiveness and just how you flip between it with sometimes some more of this like flowing style, some more breathy vocals to really kind of dive deeper into that feeling. And then the aggression with the uncleans that come out that really show more of that just passion in action. It just absolutely hits. Then the chorus, I'm looking at this thing going, it's like, it's, it goes melodic, but also has this feeling that you would get from like a melodic chorus of I prevail at the same time, just to capture that moment of pure ecstasy and the connection of that and an urge of primalness just colliding. I mean, yeah, Jeez. if you want to put yourself in on this, like literally you can start a horny core playlist, have sleep token on there, death of peace of mind, breed by levels, <laughs> have those oh like in God. your top couple, just go from there. And then let me, let me tell you, you're going to have yourself a good night. Oh my god! It's gonna be a good uh, dude. We, <laughs> babies, babies might be made. We need to freaking put you on a campaign, bro, because you could have not hit the nail on the head better. I'm serious. Like all jokes aside, you could have not hit the nail better on the head. Uh, yeah, I, can you start writing up our excerpts for us? Straight I up, can, dude. For real, <laughs> I um, can do it. I can do it. So when we wrote that song, I like it just gave me that vibe, right? So like, um, like I told you previously in the conversation, Jonathan and I sit and we riff and we're like, okay, what do we want to write a, a song about? And I'm like, dude, this is just giving that vibe to me, man. Like, let me let me take a few hours and write to this. And bro, I I came up with the lyrics and I I pitched it to Jonathan. I mean, some of the lyrics were a little bit more sexual, and we kind of mm -hmm. refined them because um, we made it a little bit more like ambiguous, if you will. Uh, but I pitched it to Jonathan and he was like, bro, that's what the fuck the song is about. He's like, I, I catch the vision in this. Song. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. He's like, that's what it's about. We need to lean into that. We need to lean into that with this with this song. And so we did. And uh, no, you couldn't have nailed it better, man. The the chorus, is, it's super airy and it's super it's it's just like um, peak, whatever you said. It was just like it's just up there, man. And um yeah, the super breathy vocals. I think we think we did a good job on that one as well. Listen to me over here. I think we did a good job yeah. judging judging well, our let me, work. Let me. I'll, yeah. We'll let the fans judge. Yeah, <laughs> Colby. I, I will say Colby writes pretty much ninety nine percent of the lyrics unless we intervene to help with like a line or two mm -hmm. or maybe like something sounds too complicated, so we just like kind of I don't know make it more palatable. Um, and then dude's a melody machine over here like i gotta give him props for just what he brings to because we handle all the instrumentation and mm -hmm. structure and, and all that of the music and the composition but colby really brings in the melodies and the lyrics all the way home and especially you, when you go to look at breed as well just the way the lyrics came through that was something i was also really into because it wasn't as overt it wasn't as straightforward it was kept ambiguous, but through just the way that the song sounded, through the way the instrumentals progressed, especially in that first verse and the breathier vocals in there, you knew exactly, just sonically, without hearing any words, where the song was going, what the feeling was. You knew it right then and there. So having it amb amb like more ambiguous when it came to the vocals and when it came to the lyrics, it allows us as a listener just to kind of take a step back 
and remember what it was like to be in that moment or absolutely feel what it's like to be in the moment and create that like movie in your head, whether it's, you know, you making your own movie or just you replaying an old memory that this absolutely fit in. Like this absolutely did it. And that's the even crazier part about that too is this was a song that had some of the softer parts in there, had some of the heavier parts in there, had some more of this just absolute more anthemic bombastic moments in there from the chorus. But then you go to some of the other songs like we talked about with Realign. It's a little bit more on the softer side. It's a little bit, has a little more of that indie rock flow to it. You go to Opium A Man and all of a sudden, again, we're back to just smashing people, grabbing and going crazy. And I'm ready to throw my chair through the freaking window, jump outside and hit whoever's walking down below because <laughs> I got to start a mosh pit in my fucking neighborhood. <laughs> Dude, that's so cool that you caught the, the visions there. Yeah. Yeah. We we wanted to provoke an, a different emotion with almost all the songs. Like I said, it always goes back to creating an experience, right? So like to hit on the whole breed thing, <clears throat> to finish up the breed conversation, we wanted to create like it's very animalistic, right? It's literally mm -hmm. called breed, dying to breed, right? And so we wanted to create an animalistic version of just a just a hot, steamy sexual encounter, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and 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 that's not what I was going for when I wrote the lyrics. I didn't want to be on a sleep token bad omens playlist. Like that's not <laughs> what I was thinking about. I was thinking about really just emulating in my brain and like you know, a scenario like that, capturing the moment in three minutes and twenty-five seconds or whatever it is. And being able to put that out and people can do with it with it what they want um but obviously the the lyrics are they're ambiguous but you know what it's about like you were saying um i don't know it just provokes that it provokes that emotion and that scene i really wanted people to be able to go into that scene in their head and create that fantasy of what the song is about of course it's about sex it's very sexual and whatnot but like you know there's you know there's going to be so many people that listen to that song that have a significant other that show that song to their significant other and then they both vibe on that song mm -hmm. whatever happens from there it's up to them you know yeah just let it be let it happen but you guys made a song that just ended up being that primal urge just let it out there just yeah. let it go and have an absolute <laughs> blast with it you're yeah. not trying to put yourself out there and like we have to make a song that's specific to this one thing we're not trying to get here you're just trying to write from what you want and write from your freaking heart and the bands that absolutely do that to an umpteenth degree are the ones that are blowing up those are the ones that are getting huge those are the ones that people connect with so closely because you're not trying to copy someone else. You're not trying to jump on a trend. You're just putting out music that you want to put out there. And you're absolutely expressing that emotion in such a unique way that so many people are able to pick up on that, relate to it with their own experiences, and get into it based on the way it sounds sonically, based on the vocals, based on the lyrics, and based around the whole composition. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, and to piggyback to piggyback off of that, I know I'm I'm a broken record saying that, but that's that's a good point. And my thing is this: we create songs for each other. We create songs that we would want to hear. That's like our mantra: make the music that you would want to hear. And then if you're making the best possible music, the best possible product, the fans by nature will be giving them the best product that they can get behind as well. I make songs. For myself, I make songs for Dalton. He, you know what I'm saying. We, we, it's it goes full circle in the studio. If if he's happy with it, I'm happy with it, and all that kind of stuff. And by default, we know the fans. It'll be a great product you'll that we find, can give to them. You'll find your your category. You'll you'll find your niche. You know, you'll find the people who relate to you, and the, and 
it's the classic example of like if you build it they will come like yeah just em embrace the the people that do like that specific sound and embrace what you like as a specific sound and then those people will just gravitate towards you once they hear this music yeah and and that's one thing that you'll never see with levels is us trying to um what's the word is us trying to make music for the masses we don't we don't want to do that we know that by default people will get behind it like he said you'll find your niche you'll find the people that really like fuck with your vision but at the end of the day we make music that we want to hear that is not out there and, and then by default if somebody likes it and it resonates with someone awesome if it doesn't awesome they can find well. their others on their exactly blog. Now, now from this standpoint, what you guys just said, now I'm seeing the energy and I'm seeing the minds, I'm seeing the passion and how it relates to what you guys just put out with this EP. And again, understanding why Sharp Tone was like, we're fucking with these guys. We want them. We want to work with them. And it makes me understand even further why this song, why this EP just sounds so good. Why sonically it has that piece in there where I'm like, every song has that piece where you know, this is levels, but structurally it allows you guys still to dive in so many different arenas, so many different areas of music that you want to, and still have that piece to your core, just that mindset behind there where you're making this music that you want to hear for yourself. Of course you made music for the masses. There'd be people that get behind it, but then personally, where, where would that leave you? Would that leave you fulfilled? If you're just doing right. what everyone else wants you to do, honestly, don't, don't who has ever done stuff that people have wanted them to do and has been like really, really happy with it um exactly and, and, really and, to, and to your yeah. point and to your point when i was telling you i'm a crier i'm very sensitive when i listen to our music i still cry some of these songs that are on the ep are a year old you know what i'm saying and like if i listen to breed and i'm in the right headset uh mindset i will literally ball my eyes out because i'm like oh my god we made this i i had something to do with this song one fifth of this song but we made this, this is, it sounds so awesome to me. And I, and I love this. And that's like, that's the point of like not selling out and like making music for other people. Cause if you do that, you lose yourself completely. But if you keep that, if you keep yourself vulnerable and you keep that sound to yourself and just within your band true and, to yourself. And, and you stay true to yourself and your brothers that are in the band and what they want for the music, then, then that'll come out for it. Also, I wanted to, um, to hit on the whole sharp tones thing. Sharp Tones has been unbelievably amazing to us. Like, I can't think of a better interaction first of like anything that I've ever had. Uh, one of the biggest reasons is because we, when we first met with them, we didn't know what to expect, obviously, because we had never had the attention of a huge label like this. I mean, we've been signed before to smaller labels and, and whatnot and done smaller tours and stuff. But like when Sharp Tones kind of came knocking on our door, we thought that there was going to be like crazy expectations that they were going to have a huge rubric for us that we can do this, can't do this, can't do that. They didn't really mention much. And we were like, okay, so can we like, can we like do that, do this, do that? And they're like, oh, you guys keep making the music that you're, you want to make and we'll just get behind it. We're like, yeah, the what? They're the like, trust yeah. was really great. They're like, really there. They're so. like, no, we love it. We love what you guys are making. Just keep doing that. And and just that's levels. Just keep doing that. And, and, and we'll endorse it. We'll get behind it. We believe in what you guys are doing. And we're just like, what? Because we wanted to find a label um, backing that would actually really mess with our vision. Because we know there's a lot of labels out there that are maybe pigeonholed into just the super metal elitist and, and breakdowns and super mm -hmm. genty stuff and this and that, that our band would not necessarily resonate with. But 
to call sharp tone home to, to call sharp tone records home is the absolute like maximum for us and it was like you know it was the top on our uh on our drawing <laughs> board and uh we were able to achieve it so we're stoked about that yeah the, the fact amazing. That, i'll say the fact that you got sharp tone behind you and they're just letting you just go and run with whatever you want to go with because it is your music is your vision that's the kind of relationship you need with a label due to the fact that you take a look at there's a lot of other labels like you said they might be so ingrained with one specific style or one specific idea where even if they sign you they're going to want you to fit within that to keep up their appearance to keep up what they're right. going for and to match exactly. up with their audience but you take a look at someone like you take a look at sharp tone and i mean i'm thinking the three bands off the top of my head one of course i can see it in the background me with all the we came as romans stuff on there nice. yeah we came yeah. as romans has their own flow has their own sound yep. and now they're coming up with something that has a little bit more of an evolved style especially on Dark Bowl, yeah. because of what happened with them losing kyle now yep. you also have a band like polaris that's in there that's evolving too that's always got something new coming out and now I'm going to throw one more in there as well. Go heavy. Like they got Alpha Wolf that's just letting them, they're letting them rip their heads off. Just go Smashing their yeah. head against the wall with Alpha Wolf. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and, and oh, what did Alpha Wolf do this year? Oh yeah, they came to the US twice. And the second time they were here, they opened a tour that was selling out because it had knocked loose after the barrel of Motionless and White on there. And people were showing up in droves early because Alpha Wolf was opening. They, yeah. when, when, oh, go for it. Oh, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I was just going to say, but dude, that's how you know it's working though, because look mm -hmm. at Sharp Tones, look what they're doing. Their vision is different. They say, okay, we want to take these bands and we want them to continue to be true to themselves. And look at all the bands on Sharp Tone. We are, I mean, we're brand new on that label and we are among some mammoths in the industry. And, and we totally understand where we fall in there. We stay in our place, stay in our land and whatnot. But like, like you said, Alpha Wolf, Polaris, I mean, ABR, Kingdom of Giants, make them suffer. Like that's probably one of my favorite bands on our label that I absolutely look up to so much. But like these bands that just lean into what they're already doing and Sharp Tones just says, hey, we're just going to give you guys some uh, some rocket power behind what you're already doing and we're just going to catapult that sound and we're not going to try and change a damn thing that you're doing look at these bands though they're like some of the biggest in the industry you know oh absolutely oh go ahead. yeah and i think My bad. i think sharp i think sharp tone is in the grand scheme of things they're still very much on the come up i mean they're a huge mm -hmm. label but they still have plenty of room to grow and I think speaking to all the other bands out there that are on the come up, like you want to get with other people who are still, you know, getting their foot in the bigger doors and, and taking strides because let's say that you were to get with like the biggest record label in the world, like, like universal or mm -hmm. Sony, then they might not even pay attention to you. You know, like they might shelf you and then they're worried about their bigger artists, but you want to surround yourself with all these people who are, like on the up and up instead of getting in there with these already established peoples that might not even give you the time of day. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a, something that nobody really ever told to us or pushed on us. It's something that we kind of learned ourselves. And it's just something that's been very pivotal in our, our little success so far. Oh, absolutely. And kind of just to add something that Kobe brought up, you're bringing up, you know, sharp tone. It's they want you to keep doing what you're doing. And it's like they're adding rocket power behind you and just flying into the atmosphere. And also then what Dalton said too, you know, they're they're still they're a big label. A lot of people know them, 
but they still have room to grow. So you're connecting with someone, you're connecting with another label in which they still want to work and get continue to grow, keep growing, and they still have that hunger to do it. That hunger resonates with you guys and resonates with all the other bands that want to get to that certain point. So when you match that type of energy, the chemistry just works to create some absolute magic. But where I was going to go with it is this. Something that stood out to me about this is, you know, they're putting their full support behind you and they're letting you double down on what you guys are doing because they know that's why they signed you. They know what that that's what's working is to let you guys do what you're doing and let it run. Just put more money behind it, put rocket power behind it. But some just kind of made me think about this. When a band gets so like a good amount of like, okay, you're new to Sharp Tone, but you're getting this sort of energy behind, you're getting this sort of push behind you. You know, bands don't get that unless there's really something there, unless you really have something that is absolutely insane. And right now in metal, and especially that's getting more popular, the bands that are doing that where they just have this own style to them, they're creating something that might be, you know, there's still a little bit of a certain like vibrato to it, but it's always something fresh. It's always something new. Again, brought up Bring Me the Rise and Sleep Token, Bad Omens, Falling in Reverse in there. Dayseekers got some of that as well. Those yeah. are the bands that are absolutely taking over right now and are going to be the ones that when you go to music festivals, they're going to be the ones that we're going to be asking to headline in hopefully five to 10 years that are going to be taking over for these legacy metal bands that are there. And yeah. the feeling that I get from them, from Bring Me, from Falling Reverse, from Bad Omens, from Sleep Token now, there's always this certain embedded uniqueness to their core sound that you can pick up on and you know that there's going to be something special. I haven't felt that in a while, but this EP made me feel that exactly. (laughs) I am dead fucking serious. I'm still looking at my freaking notes and it's just at the end of it from the last song, I'm like, I'm a big fan of how this all got put together. The whole entire thing, because every song has this unique feel to it. It still has you guys at the core, but it has such a unique feel to it every step of the way where I'm just curious as to how you guys, again, did this in all such a cohesive way to fit on an EP. But then again, you guys are expanding and letting yourselves just grow off of this. There's so much more to go. I'm just hoping that, you know, the fans don't take too long to realize it. And right when the EP drops, everyone just sits there and goes, what's going on here? And why don't we just find one of our new favorite bands? Dude, that's crazy because like, wow. Okay, since... Since we've been putting out songs from this EP, you know, we see some comments that are like, I can't believe this band isn't bigger or they deserve more stuff. And it's like, it's hard as a human to feel like, I don't know, like imposter syndrome or like, what's going on right now? Is this for real? And, you know, you you second guess stuff in your head and like, it's it's almost unbelievable to you. And you also don't want to like, you don't want to like get ahead of yourself and and just think you're the shit or anything because that that's just not that's not cool and that's not how we feel genuinely and so it, it's so crazy to hear this stuff and we're still navigating like how to feel about it i guess and what to do with this information but i can tell you this much we're fucking stoked and like that's the stuff that we live for is is to hear that connection that's happened like that with the music and yeah yeah and and also too like to his, to to his point the validation for me is 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 a great checkpoint so like first of all thank you that was an unbelievable compliment and that's what we're going for so the fact that you 
uh, listen to metal and you've probably listened to metal for a long time of your life and you, your palate is, you know, what you like and what you don't like, um, to hear that from you, it's a huge compliment, man. So seriously, thank you because that's what we're going for. We want to be a household name band, you know, and and it's taken a little bit longer than we've wanted it to, but dude, we believe that we're on the, the great path, uh, to do so. But the validation is it helps us keep going because I experience, like, like you said, I experience imposter syndrome a ton, man. Like, I'll be honest with you, super vulnerable here. I was telling him, like, we just released Pulse uh, a month or two ago, and then we released Siren Hymn. Of course, like, objectively, it's awesome to be the vocalist in that band, but at the same time, and, and to see all the YouTube views and to, to answer the DMs and stuff like that. But something in my mind is still like, bro, you ain't shit. You ain't shit. You're not even close to the other guys and that, you know what I'm saying? So like, it's always, it's always a struggle with with imposter syndrome. And I think I have it a little bit worse. I don't, I don't, I haven't really talked to the guys about it in the band, but I think I have it a little bit worse uh, than them because I, I do second guess myself a lot. um, And I do, I do kind of have that imposter syndrome whenever I sit down and listen to the music. Sometimes, sometimes I'm like, okay, I can lean into this. That's me. Holy crap. This is going to be insane. But then I listen to it and I'm like, okay, that's me. Yeah. I should have done this there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I should have done that there. You know, you are your biggest critic. And so sometimes I really split hairs on the music and pick it apart. But back to your compliment that your compliment is validation, you know, right? Like to, to, to be at a checkpoint. I'm like, okay, you know what? I can take a deep breath because someone like him who I don't even know, can say that about our music that's such a great sign you know what i'm saying you're literally giving us fuel to keep going and hope to keep going in the direction that we're going and you can't measure that like that's invaluable right it's it's completely valueless like yeah for you to say something like that about yeah it's priceless for you to say something like i mean dude and you have been unbelievably sweet about this stuff and you know super genuine uh, about you know and complimentary about all the songs and it's just like of course in the grand scheme of things we want that mm-hmm. but like genuinely you're you're saying these things and it, again it just it just validates our mission statement of making the kind of music that we want to make feeling the emotions and the vibes that we want to feel and and not having any fucking boundaries man no oh this is a metalcore song this is a this is a black metal song this is a you know what i'm saying like it's just a song we created an experience and people are resonating with it and that's it that's the best we could ask. that's all we could ask for. that's it and so oh. it's, it's super cool to see that people are appreciating it the way that we wanted to put it out you know yeah. no 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 freaking ties or genres or anything yeah. like that you guys are making me feel something that feels right now too i wasn't expecting <laughs> that today I, and not only that but like the last three nights i've gotten like four hours of sleep each night the fact that talking with you guys i'm this is just uppity hyped up i'm normally hyped up but like to another level right now just talking about this ep huh. like there's just something here that i just can't get enough of so i'm just like yeah hey, but the, the, all we want to do we want to bring that that high energy we want to bring the positive energy through the music through our interactions with people like levels is just a fucking light powerhouse that's all we want to be we we want you to listen to it you know i just thought about this now but like we want you to listen to it and become part of levels right so like we want you to the, whatever it is spiritually mentally whatever it is we want you to adopt that energy into your life because we do feel like we're bringing an uppity energy and, and that's a good just who positive we are as, message that's to just the, who we are as people and 
it's freaking sweet to see that it's like come through the music and like hit you and you're feeling energetic man that's what we want oh absolutely feeling it feeling through my veins yeah absolutely and i cannot wait for more people to actually get a chance to check you guys out check out this ep when it drops and discover what's going to be their new favorite band of 2024 i got one more question for you guys before i let you go you guys ready for it yeah, yeah, lay it on. Let's us. do it, man. I found out about you guys. I believe, actually, think about it. It was Joy Beret from Varsity that mentioned you guys under my name. Three bands. Oh, uh, shout out three I bands remember. that yep. you guys are loving, that you guys are ha- absolutely loving, that you guys want to give shout outs to, get more people into. So, can you guys give me three bands that you're absolutely right, loving right now that you would love to get more people to know? Looking for suggestions? Yep. Let's go do it. Three bands each. Um, you can, three bands total. If you want three to three bands total. each, then run for. Nah. Um, okay, okay well, so let's we think we, about we have two for sure. Who? Who? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. a good one. Yeah, and then we have to pick the third one. Let's let's make it not even metal at all. Post Malone. No, oh I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, um, okay, so first one for me and and him. It's more so yeah. for me, but I I kind of got him into it. These yeah. guys are already blowing up right now. But I think that the band Resolve, they're from France. Oh. They are so unbelievably, like, still underground for some reason. I have been listening to them for, like, the last three years. Absolutely blown away because that's another band that's doing the same thing that Levels is doing. I feel like if I was to sit them down and talk to Anthony, their vocalist, who is an unbelievable instrumental uh, musician, he does pretty, like, tons, like, I think he writes, like, almost all the music in their band. Um foundationally man they're doing the same thing as us the the the, the ballad choruses mm-hmm. crazy heavy parts i mean they have some, some they have blast beats in their songs and then they have a beautiful chorus you know what i'm saying so like that is a band that more people need to be looking out for that band we look up to them uh, me personally at least i can speak for myself i look up to them so unbelievably much man and i'm always like when it comes to genre bending sounds Anytime that I want to hear something new, I'll go to Resolve because I'm like, what did they just do? I'll roll up. Okay, blast beat into a super industrial part. And then boom, there goes Anthony singing his freaking brains off with a crazy beautiful chorus that has a melody 10 times better than I could have ever come up with. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's insane. Those dudes are really pushing the envelope. Resolve for sure. Yeah, Resolve is one of them. If you guys don't know Resolve, you have to check them out. So that's a good pick. I think I've had Resolve in the podcast like two or three times already. So you said, really? Like, yes. Okay. Always yeah. dropping their bases, so though. Agree. Always. You Sick. know, you know. So another one, um, another, another one is 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 Enox, if you haven't heard of Enox. <laughs> They've been on too. Really? Yeah. Okay, so they're they're homies of ours. We haven't seen them in a long time. Um, we toured with them in December of 2021. And man, when I tell you, when I say these guys are sweethearts and they're hilarious. it's funny because individually they're funny and they're sweet but like you get all those dudes together you just watch them and and they could literally come up with their own damn special on comedy central or something they really could they're hilarious (laughs) they're so damn funny the chemistry that they have the brotherhood they're and not to mention their music i'm a huge fan of their music and how michael writes his lyrics and incredible vocalist too like he's got some crazy range on his screams. Yeah, those guys, those guys I think are are slept on right now, but they're definitely gonna get their big big break mm-hmm. as well. And I, I yeah. can't wait for it, man. Those those guys need to be to be heard for sure. All right, we got one more. We got one, one more. more. <sighs> let's go, let's go out of metal. 
We we both okay. So I I was actually kind of yeah. serious with Post Malone because him and I absolutely are obsessed yeah. with the new album. Um, I don't, dude. I don't know. I don't have anybody that I could think of. I'm I'm just referring to my Spotify right now. I have uh, <laughs> I have so many. Hold on one second. I just found this band the other day, and they're from Arkansas. But I literally had just heard them for the first time. Oh, what are they called? Spoken, or is that Reflection? No, they're called Spoken. But called I, spoken. I don't know enough about them to really speak on them um i would say i don't know i listen to i listen to a ton of metal but like i also listen to a ton of like alternative rock like mm -hmm. if you've ever heard of the band laney or the band camino or 1975 mm -hmm. uh vancouver sleep clinic stuff like that i know i just dropped like five on you <laughs> much, just... much more but um let's i don't know maybe maybe should we do another metal one do you think up to you guys up to you let's let's drop another metal one on oh dude i what's that one band oh that new band alt a-l-l-t <laughs> yeah they're insane they're insane i've been listening to their music too for about a year and a half two years and uh they had like six thousand monthly listeners on spotify when i first started listening to them before the newest stuff came out the orphan breed before mm -hmm. before that even came out and i was like jesus these I've, guys i've are got insane. i've got one okay go for gold Go for gold. Go for gold. Pop punk. Big up and coming pop punk band. Uh, me and our guitar player Jagger used to be in that band, but mm -hmm. they're still pushing forward hardcore and are doing some really cool shit. Great musicians, super catchy choruses. What was yeah. that one that I had in my that lived rent free in my head for? Oh oh oh. Um, what was that song, dude? They if you you need to go check out Go for Gold and you need to listen. You need to start with listening to this. Take song. it back. Take it back. Yeah, dude, take it back. I must have played. I can't believe it wasn't on my Spotify Wrapped. I must have played that song sixty times a day for like <laughs> just in a row. The chorus on that song, Spencer's vocals, Chef's kiss, man. Yeah, Spencer's and he has an incredible tone in his voice and like I don't know the way he hits some of these high notes and the raspiness just is incredible. His rasp is something to look up to, man. Yeah, just very when I think I sound, just when I think I got the rasp. Spencer comes in and he's like, hey, man, hold my beer. <laughs> and then Jared is an incredible songwriter. Jared, the guitar player, basically writes everything himself. And then, you know, we just went in there and always and played it and recorded it. But, man, just those, those two right there together are a powerhouse. Go for gold. Check them out for sure. I'm going to have to because out of the three that they gave me beforehand when it came to Resolve, Enox, and Alt, I'm like, I've had all three of those on the podcast in 2023. So Go crazy. for gold, though have not so that's definitely go. where i'm going to check out so you've got that one there we got a bonus one in there and now there as we bring this podcast conclusion i like to end this with three very specific things first thing is first you know what you're gonna love this episode i already know you did you just watch the whole entire thing you just listen to the whole entire thing you're gonna love levels you're gonna love the pulse ep and you're gonna want to follow along with everything they're doing this is the best thing you can do Go to the description of the podcast. It'll say find levels online. Links and labels for everything. Where you can find them on social media. Watch their videos on YouTube. Where you can find them online. Where you can get some merch. Where you can stream, download, buy merch. The, the EP when it comes out. Everything is down there. I'm your own personal Google. I went and did that for you guys. So now go click on that stuff and go follow them. Now. Yeah, I said now. Now it's time for number two. Guys, never guessed in the podcast. I enjoy the podcast. I tend to make a certain promise as a way to say thank you. And I wish you continue to support the band going forward. And I mean, I knew this was going to hit, but this hit even more than I could have thought. So my promise to you is this. I say when. 
when implies this is going to happen. We just don't have a day or time yet. But when I get to see you perform live for the first time, I am going to go all freaking Liam Neeson on your ass. I'm going to go all taken on you as I will look for you. I will pursue you. I will find you. I will say hi. And first round's on me. Oh, oh cool. Let's man. go. Thank you. We'll take you up on that, man. Thank Second you, man. round's on us. Well, best place you can go for, to get me for that one is come up to where, you know, the beer flows like water. I live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, so we got oh, nice. beer. We want to the come up there. Place. Are you a Packers fan? I am not, actually. Really? I'm a Packers fan from Connecticut, so. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm the hated one here. I'm, I'm a Minnesota fan. Oh, okay. I mean, makes sense. Makes sense. Right, right. Neighbors, right? Yeah. Plus, I couldn't be the one. I couldn't. I couldn't. You know, give my family an easy time. Not. Just yeah. Like, right. Mm. Right. Had to be the rebel. Right. Had to be the rebel. Just like kind of music I listen to. Hell yeah! I just said <laughs> that. Now, step number three. As we bring this to its conclusion, I cannot end this by saying goodbye because I made a promise to you guys. I would love to have you on again in the podcast in the future. On top of that. I mean, there's no way that I am just going to be like, oh, it's just another band. You know, no, no, no. I follow every band after the podcast. This one, this is something different. This is special. So this is not goodbye, my friends. No, 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 no. This is, I'll see you later. We'll see you later. Till next time, man. Well, folks, that was my interview with the guys from Levels. Again, that was Colby and Dalton. And now it's time for Kevin's final thought. This is going to be one of your favorite bands of 2024. What made sleep token pop off in 2023 what made bad ones pop up in 2022 and what makes bring me the horizon one of the biggest bands out there right now there's something that is embedded within their core sound they're able to just build off of and create this absolute bombastic emotion that you just feel right to your chest right to your heart i love how levels has this for themselves it has this more metalcore electronic fusion to it but they're able to play off of so many different things with it they're able to bring in vibes of like i prevail vibes of you know you getting down and dirty horny core style you feeling like you know you listen to catch your breath or you feel like you're you know going absolutely manic like manson motionless and white meets artificial suicide or just even crazier, there's some Dayseeker stuff in there too that you're just going to pick up on. And it's just not that you're picking up on the fact that they copied them because they didn't. They're influenced by them for sure. But they created their core sound base of what they love and they're just making it for themselves. And this is going to be a band that's going to end up being added to that list of like Sleep Token, Bad Omens, Spirit Box, uh, Bring Me the Horizon, throw Falling in Reverse in there too. They're going on that list. Trust me, this EP is putting them on that list. So make sure you catch them live. Make sure you catch all this, you know, this whole entire EP. Don't forget to go to the description of the podcast where it says find levels online, link level for everything you're down there. So go follow them, go check them out. Please follow us on the Corporate Rush Podcast. So hit subscribe right down here or follow Bonus Five Out Podcast. New episodes every single Tuesday and Thursday. Also react to content on YouTube every single Friday. Also make sure you hit like on the episode as well to help push us in the algorithm. Check out levels. Thank you, Kobe. Thank you, Dalton. You're going to be back in the podcast soon. That note, that's going to be it for me today, guys. Thank you for watching listening to the Card Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one. He's absolutely big, healthy, and hearty. See y'all!